Hello everyone, my name is Jordan Lewis. This is the Reevolve Media Revolution Podcast, where we interview underground hip-hop artists from across Canada and talk about much more than just their music. This episode features Just Jordan. I want to send out some good and positive vibes right now. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, however you feel, thank you. Thank you for doing the things that you've done and thank you for everything you have yet to do. Thank you for contributing to the good times, prospering during the great times, and making it through everything else. Sincerely, thank you. It's all love, it's always been love, and I know for a fact that there is a part in everybody hearing this message that I can deeply identify with. Not only have you given me your ear and a chance to influence your thoughts, but you give me hope on a daily basis. You, yes you. The thoughts that filter this message through the mind may overcomplicate its meaning, but this message isn't meant for the mind. What's up, everybody? I'm here with Jordan. He goes by Just Jordan. He's out of Edmonton. How you doing, Jordan? I'm doing great today, fam. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, bro. And I think I forgot to mention this in our in our intro. I didn't even introduce myself. My name is Jordan, too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, did I forget to do that, bro? Did <laughs> yeah, but we, we already kind of know each other, but not really. <laughs> yeah, well, we had a little bit of rap in kind of communicating beforehand. Yeah, so. word. It's nice right, to meet you, Jordan. Right. Nice to meet you, too, Jordan. All right, let's fucking do this, bro. So you're, you're a recording artist and you do production as well, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. So how long have you been producing for? Uh, well, I actually started producing a long time ago. Long time ago. Um, I used to run it on Cubase. Uh, damn, when did I learn how to produce? Long, probably, long probably time. Seven years ago, 2013? Uh, probably even before that. Probably even before that. Jeez. Probably even before that. You know, I've been making mu- I mean, I wasn't very good at it, but that's probably when I first started making like the first beats. Man, I should try to find those. They were awful, but uh, there's oh. a lot of them. <laughs> so, yeah, you can remix them, man. Flip them. For sure. So now, That'd now be crazy. You, you know, now we just now I just got uh, you know, I still still a rookie in the game when it comes to it, but uh I, I've been able to sit in in on a lot of sessions, whether they're for me or for other artists and and uh, pick other producers' brains and other musicians and, you know, l- learn more skill sets. And, uh, you know, I- I- probably over the last two years is when I started producing seriously again. And uh, over the last, I don't know, I guess this 2020, really, I've been going ham with it, you know what I'm saying? And stuff has been, uh, I've really noticed the improvement, you know, there's still a long way to go with it, but uh, but it's been fun so far. That's dope, man. That's so good to hear. You're you're very like realized of your spot in, in your uh, how far it's gonna take to get where you want to go and where you've come from since when you started. That's amazing. Where, what's uh how, how how did you get into those studio sessions where you got to watch these producers and pick their brains? Um, good question. You know, just uh, I guess just making myself available. You know what I'm saying? Like I I, I like to say yes to a lot of things, even if I don't know what what it's all about. Um, and that's both good and bad. And so I meet a lot of people doing a lot of weird things, a lot of weird shows, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of all kinds of stuff, lots of meetings with lots of people. And, uh, you just never know who knows who. And, and I just get invites and, uh, I ask, you know, that's a big thing too, is I initiate a lot of this stuff. For sure. Um, and so, you know, just, just not being scared of 
being denied. It's like, you know, all right, cool. That's that's cool. You don't want me there? That's all right. You know, I got shit to do anyways. You know, so it's just just asking, being friendly, uh, and just being inquisitive, you know what I'm saying? I'm not there to criticize, you know, whether it's some mumble rap dude or some jazz musician. Doesn't matter to me, man. I'm just here to see what the process is all about, you know. So it's just like I guess stay maybe open minded and looking for those opportunities when they come. That's wild, man. And you've had this kind of inquisitive nature probably since you've been in the game. And you started well before your solo act. You were in a trio called Imperfection. Am I right with that? Or oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> so was that kind of your start into public performing? Um yeah, I mean, I guess that was probably the first stuff outside of like school performing. Like, you know, I performed at a bunch of talent shows and uh, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think prior to that, but uh, Imperfection was the first time we were doing like wedding gigs, and uh, I was actually like playing pianos at wedding and stuff. Yeah, uh, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, now thinking back to it, I'm like, oh wow, what a Dude. what a weird time that was. <laughs> Other than playing piano, what was your role in Imperfection? Because I know you dropped some bars too as well, oh, right? Oh yeah, and that's the thing is, you know, my my number one is always always rap, you know what I'm saying? I'm always trying to expand that skill set, but you know, I was always coming with the bars. So for that, I was playing uh I was playing keys and uh and spitting still for sure. That's dope, man. And you guys were you guys were a trio. What kicked you off and what kind of got you guys to separate? The beginning and end, let's say it that way. That was interesting because it, it, I, I don't think there was like a concrete uh, ending. Um, Carly Hope and uh, Angelo Gabe, I think he goes by Graham now, I think is his main persona. Uh, they're both uh, they're both in the music industry still. Uh, Carly Hope is a music therapist and Ooh. Angelo's still dropping, uh, still dropping music all the time. Uh, yeah, go check out their shit. Their stuff is dope. Yeah, Sweet. that's why. Are you still in communication with them pretty often? Um, not as often as it used to be, but I, they oh, still hold sure. every, every once in a while for sure. Yeah, uh, y'all are still homies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to believe so. <laughs> I got no hate for nobody, you know. Yeah, where, where, where? So we, uh, we, uh, damn, yeah, like, cause we both did separate things. So I went and did some stuff with Angelo, and I went and did some stuff with Carly. Me and Carly did this stuff called like JK, cause we were dating for a little bit, or oh, for a long, long time actually. And then at the same time, me and Angelo were doing some stuff too. We had this thing called You Rap, I Sing. Uh, so, you know, I always try different things with different people. So it's not that we like broke off and they were still doing, they were still collaborating two together. It's just like, and actually, no, sometimes the three of us would collab too, just not under imperfection. So, you know, we were always working together for the longest time. And then, uh, man, I don't really know what happened. You know, sometimes we... You know, it's just life, I guess. Yeah, it sounds like Imperfection it never really broke up. It just kind of faded away and evolved into you three kind of building your own brands off of it. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because like even on even on my first album, Life, Angelo was on a track. I was on his EP. Carly was on my album, too. You, you know, like it, we were like we just because we weren't that that imperfection. Um, we were something else, you know? Yeah, that's fair. So what actually got you guys started, though? Was it just kind of like a group of three friends that figured, let's do it? Or was it the relationship that kicked off the trio? Damn, what? No, because actually being... Uh, so me and Angelo were friends for a long, long time, actually. Um, like since like grade six or something. It's a long time. Oh, and, gee, uh, yeah. And then we met Carly in high school. And um, 
I want to say it was for a talent show. I want to say a talent oh, show. No way. That's I, wild, dude. I, I want to say it was a talent show or something. No, what the fuck? What was the first thing that we even did together? I honestly can't remember how we all started. Because Carly and Angelo, Angelo played guitar and, and sang with her. And uh, maybe that's how we we got together like that. I, honestly, honestly, dog, I can't remember how we started. <laughs> but, like, honestly, dude, that's that's way way back, man. That's that's an origin story for sure. I'm sure you'll dig into it mentally and you'll come to it eventually. But that's yeah. beauty, man. So it started kind of naturally, just from like um, let's let's use the talent show as an example. You just kind of formulated for an idea and then just kept the ball rolling on that. Hundred percent. And then we did like some some crazy thing. We ended up trying out for uh, Canada's Got Talent, I believe. No way. No yeah. way. How'd that so we, go? Uh, not great. <laughs> but it was but it was a good. It was really cool to see like you know how kind of TV land works. And, oh, for uh, sure, man. The experience was right there. It's beautiful. Oh yeah, and that was it. You know, I remember we were in line at like damn, like five a.m. and we were in line with with hundreds, maybe a thousand people just waiting outside of this hotel. I remember. And then we finally, once you get inside. Then you still gotta wait hours. It was oh yeah. man, what a what a time that was actually. What a time, bro. That's crazy. Let's get into your uh, your music. Actually, before we touch on your music, you're the co-founder of uh, Free Free Fitness. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. So that's that that's is correct. Like, is that kind of like fifty percent of your persona, or like how much of you is the artist? How much of you is the uh, whatever it needs to take from you to be the co-founder here? Oh, that's a good question, and that's a question. Uh, <laughs> that uh, over the last couple of years, it really, it really has uh, been present. Um, so with free fitness, uh, I was, I was heavily involved, heavily involved, involved, heavily involved um, uh, right from the start. But it was a couple of years ago. I was supposed to go on tour in Europe, and uh, uh, you know, and I've said this before in interviews, and I was just burning. I was I was burning up too much, you know. I was trying to split it fifty fifty, you know, doing fifty percent of music, doing fifty percent, uh, running this company, personal training, running these camps, doing these interviews. You know, what I'm saying it was a uh, yeah, it was You're overstanding. Way, way, way overstanding, and uh, I thought I could keep that pace up because I mean it brought me success. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but then a couple. Uh, a couple deals went bad. A couple people stabbed me in the back. Not free fitness. Shout out free fitness. They always good. <laughs> Word. Okay. But uh, just some other things in other areas. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for sure. Maybe we'll dig into that in a little bit later. For sure. You know, cause I like I like to be making moves. I don't like to stay still. You know, I oh, like to stack yeah. these bands. I like to make this music. So I always I always got my hands in a, in a million different things. Well, not so much anymore. But uh, you know, I got. I learned that not everybody's your friend is, is is the biggest thing. And so I had to take a step back and it took me a long time. And that's why I'm going so hard with it now. I had to build myself back up to get this shit right. And uh, it took a lot to overcome some of these obstacles that I faced uh, personally and financially. Um, and uh, not that I'm fully recovered from it now, but I'm in a way better space than I ever have been. So the ele- the elevation and the evolution is here and I've worked hard for it, and uh, it's been it's been challenging. So when you ask me this question, long tangent, short, um, <laughs> it's a it's a hard it's a hard answer because I took a step back from free fitness uh, 
Uh, now Tony is 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 the main um, the managing owner, and uh, so I can invest more of my time uh, working on this music. And um, when I when I made that switch, it wasn't easy, and it took some time. But I think it worked out best for everyone. Not that I'm not involved with Free Fitness. Um, still co-owner of it. I'm just not as heavily involved in the day-to-day stuff. I primarily just do the do the large boot camps because uh, that's what I love. You know, it's all about just just figuring out what you love and where you can invest your time and make sure that everyone wins the most. You know, and I think that's where I'm the most valuable is when you get me in front of a large group of people, whether it's with a microphone or if it's telling these motherfuckers do some push-ups. You know what I'm saying? That's real, man. For real, you know what I'm saying? And then it's just like most of the time I gotta be I gotta be behind the scenes, you know, behind the keyboard, behind the mic, just focusing on myself, you know. That's word. When did you start free fitness? Oh shit. Roughly. Uh I, it was actually the same time I started Prime Purpose. So I started two companies in the same month. No. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> Andrew Menzek. Yeah. Um we uh I think it was February of 20 what year are we in 2020 or 2020 yeah i want to say i got i got 2017 as your start for prime purpose oh that then 20 then then probably the same for free fitness probably same okay yeah hey i'm glad you got a fact sheet i need to start carrying one around (laughs) (laughs) just a little list sheet about yourself nah that's what we're here for man that's 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 our job So let's 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 kick it back actually. Or sorry, where where did we just leave off? We were talking about when you started it. So yeah, 2017. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's get let's kick it back to 2016 when you kind of started your your solo. Uh, you were more in gear for your solo stuff, right? For sure. For sure. What, oh uh, yeah, I would have dropped Life then, I believe. Well, let's talk about this. Would you consider this kind of like your debut album? Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, and uh, shout out to Andrew Menzak. He was the he's the sole producer on that pro- project too. Uh, little Ooh. did we know how much work that was for everybody. <laughs> no doubt, man. For 14 tracks, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. I know one of them's an intro, but that's that's no step, man. That's crazy. Yeah. And like yeah. you said, you've got you've got the old homies on each track. So I'm gonna assume you've been you were working on this project for quite a while since you've got Carly Hope and uh, Angelo Gabe on this as well, right? For sure, because because uh, how it started was we were we were actually recording recording for Andrew Menzak at McEwen. He went to McEwen for recording. I shreds guitar too. God damn. I got some solos from him in my new stuff. Whew. Um, nice. But uh, and sometimes if you see, if you come to some of my live shows when I'm doing a live band, uh, he'll be playing too. And he always fucking shredded. Just shreds this dude. Um, but we were we were at McEwen and we were recording a project for his for his school. He hit me up. He's like, yo, Jay, come through. Um let's record some stuff and not let me do it as a project. I'm like, sick. So we did some weird shit. Some shit that hasn't come out because it's weird. I got to ask him <laughs> if he's got those tracks too. <laughs> it's experimental. But 100%. But actually, the, <laughs> the one track that we recorded, uh, GMAM, Give Me a Minute, uh, was actually recorded at Grant McEwen and um, and it made it onto the album ultimately. So that was pretty cool. That track... So, oh shit, you know, that, that, that track we recorded probably a year, maybe, maybe two years before, and it came out then. Um, so yeah, you know, mu- music is just, it's, I don't have a, a, a system for making music, you know, I just let it flow, whether it's, you know, I'm in, I'm in, right now I'm in the studio every day and I try to bump out a track every day, but 
when it comes Ooh, to collaborating. It's a lot of work. Oh, it's a lot of work, you know, and they don't always come out pretty, you know. <laughs> but but it's just the it's just getting the reps in, you know, and uh For sure. And that's what that whole album was, you know. It was a whole never before have I made an album. Never before has he made an album. And so we got together and we made an album, you know? Um, yeah. And it, Yo, it, it, I love what you said there, though, getting the reps in. I'm, I'm, I love that. That's amazing. Oh, thanks, my G. You know, because that's all, that's, I, I find, and maybe it's just because I'm so heavily involved in these two industries. I find the fitness industry and the music industry are so similar. You know? Tell me about it, man. It's, it's not, it's not even so much, obviously the products are very different, but the mindset of who's who's better and who thrives in the industries are the ones that are always working the hardest. Yeah, you have your outliers and you have the the people that just look good because they're hot in both industries or because they got some good homies that got some clout in both industries. And so, but you see the real talent, you know, like people, you, people only can be fooled for so long or or they know they're being fooled they just they just like the entertainment you know Word. whether it's whether it's a, a chick with a big booty on Instagram telling you to drink some kind of detox tea or whether it's some um, I don't want to downgrade mumble rappers but cuz I, I <laughs> some mumble rapper tracks you know I'm not yeah, sure yeah. mumble rappers is just a good yeah. a good example to use right now but say a, a mumble rapper who's got a banging beat by a popular producer who just paid for the beat his his part is shit you know what I'm saying I know what you're saying and so it's just like a, it's just an interesting thing but you see who puts in the reps you know what I'm saying you see the natural bodybuilder Who's in the gym putting the hours? You see, you see uh, the Rock Johnson. You know, you see his, you see his effort. You know, you see Kendrick Lamar. You see his effort. You know, there's a noticeable difference between the people putting in the work and the people who are just not doing the reps. Well, wow, that's put so brilliantly, bro. Oh, thanks, G. <laughs> and I find I find those people like you know them early on. Like you can see that fire, that desire, like that's within them. And you can see on the other side the people who don't have that. You you kind of mentally know that they're gonna plateau a little early, and they're not gonna get as far as those people who are actually like driven. Hundred percent, because because people get people get confused. I think you know they 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 judge success by how many people accept them. Not so much by the amount of value that they can bring each person, you know, like take, for instance, uh, here's a great example of people, people doing good reps, but with different, different motives. Look at Drizzy. And I like Kendrick. Kendrick's is always my go to. Obviously, there's two different examples. These these ones are just good because a lot of people will know them. Take Drizzy and take Kendrick. Drizzy always Always dropping shit. Always dropping shit. Always number one. You know, he's killing it. Always dropping. But maybe you could argue it's each drop is not as valuable as every time, say, Kendrick drops something. Kendrick drops something, he wins the Pilsner Prize, you know? He he's winning, he's winning international awards, not just charting, you know what I'm saying? It's just different. Not that either one is is and that's one thing I think people get twisted too. Is not there's not there's nothing wrong with either option either. You know what I'm saying? It's just so many people want this Drizzy life that they forget that this Kendrick lifestyle or this J. Cole lifestyle or this Adele lifestyle is even even there, you know, because they're always bombarded with this Kendrick track or this Drake track or this or this uh, Future track. Future's another one who's always putting in the reps. But again, different value from it. You know what I'm saying? So 
there's reps and then there's quality reps. You know what I'm saying? It's just I different. Do. That's wild, bro. No, that's really well put, man. That's really well put. I yeah. bet you a lot of people are going to take a lot from that, man. Yeah. I just hope I hope people don't get it twisted because, you know, what's important is the work. You know, you're putting in the work. And Drizzy shows that and Kendrick shows that. It's just different. And that's just real, you know? That's mad real, man. And I know that you definitely fucking put in that work for sure. But we'll get into that a little bit after. We're going to take a quick break here. For sure. Uh, Yeah. All right, bro. And we're going to listen to a track by Just Jordan. This one is called One Time. Enjoy. Jay, you ready, baby? I think so, baby. All right. I'm getting it. Okay, let me go. Are we ready for this shit? What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? I've been on my way up for a long time. Long time. I've been on my way up for a long time. Long time. I've been on my way up for a long time. 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 If you're getting started, there ain't no wrong time. Wrong time. We all can be successful. It's just a long line. Long line. You know what this shit you want? Cause what the fuck is one run gon' do? We roll up, we talk up, yeah dog, I'm getting high We spark up, we light up, yeah dog, I'm feeling fine Set fire to the roof on the flowing Get high to the roof on the token Just grab the truth and you know it Just grab the truth and you know it Never humble by hot time But my hustle above hot time I'm stressed out dog, I'm pop on you top 10 Well dog, I'm top nine Let me go with it The goal was to go, go with it Can't help when I spit, I put my soul in it My ego got a hole in it, my big got a hole in it Breakfast, I go and go with it Get my eyes on the prize and I go and get it Stay flies with a chance, stay frozen That's okay if you don't, pop off, yeah, my gang ain't smoke That's okay if you don't, pop off, yeah, my gang ain't smoke That's okay if you don't, pop off, yeah, my gang gang smoke My gang gang smoke Jay, I've been down my way up for a long time All right, and we're back with Jordan. How you doing, Jordan? I'm doing great, fam. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. It always a little bit throws me off to say my own name, though, like that. <laughs> Straight. Do you come across a lot of other Jordans in your life? Because uh, to be honest, I do a lot. Oh, dog, all the time. Man, and so many artist names are Jordan. <laughs> 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 Isn't that the truth, man? Oh man, I've, 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 I remember. I wonder what he's doing now. I remember there was another Jordan in Edmonton, and me and him used to be at the same shows, opening for other motherfuckers all the time. No way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I met a lot of Jordans. So I'm sure you meet them all the time. You, you go by Just Jordan though. What did he go by? Uh I want to say it was like Jordan X. I have the name in it too. Stray fam. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> our posters look our posters look almost fake. It's like someone's Oh man. Oh yeah, I remember those days. Ah. 
That's hilarious, bro. But yeah, where we left off uh, from the first recording, we were talking about how you're a grinding man yourself, and that's that's kind of stated in your first debut album, 14 tracks. What mm-hmm. uh, what made you decide to release that number of tracks, or did you just have that amount of content? And you're like, let's fucking do it, or? Oh yeah, oh yeah, because and that's one thing that's changed over time, you know. Um, and me and Andrew talked about that even afterwards. You know, we were we were rookies with it, so you know we had like. We had 14 tracks. Maybe we had 15. I don't even know if we had any more. Oh, I guess we had like 16 maybe tracks. Okay. But like, we just put them all out, you know? We're like, shit, you know? Oh, hell yeah. Let's just do it. Like, these, these are what we have. Let's just drop them. <laughs> but, you, but you did cut one or two. Was there a reason behind that? I think, oh, they were just too weird. <laughs> too weird. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah, because like, as much as... um. And this is where maybe I'm not quite the same as most hip hop artists because, and this is why I almost consider myself just an artist and not to be labeled by, by the genre so much is, uh, and you'll see that even kind of with the mixtape is, uh, is I like to do some weird shit. You know, I, I, I hang around a lot. I've hung around a lot of jazz kids. I've hung a lot of, around a lot of metal BP, my manager, my brother, he, uh, he's real into fucking metal. Uh, and I love all music, you know, and I love, I love to try all kinds of shit. And, you know, when I wasn't so good, not that I'm, I'm better now, I'm not great, but back then i used to try some weird shit then too you know that's something that's never changed it's just like was weird and bad you know (laughs) yeah yeah that's crazy man but then 14 tracks still made it they weren't too weird and two or two like out of out of the park for sure and like you know if we were to make that same album now it would probably be very different you think Uh, so for sure for sure um on a lot of different ends. I know me and Andrew, again, we've, we sat down and we've talked about it. And, uh, and life has a special part in my life and in my heart. And those songs we made will always be, will always be so, so special to me. But it, it was a great learning experience most, most off. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we both learned so much from making that project. And, um, it was interesting to, to put out music like that for the first time and see how people reacted. Some people fucking hated it. Some people really love it. <laughs> like, you know, uh, yeah. and, uh, it, so that was really my first time putting out music. I think as like a, well, adult, like, you know, over 18 and, uh, and uh, people being real honest, you know, <laughs> it's like yeah, people being sure. like, yo, this fucking sucks. Like, I don't oh, get this, fuck. you know, or people being like, yo, this like, you know, I was going through a hard time and I heard this song and I could relate and it made me feel better. You know, you and Ellen DeGeneres said this quote. She said, if I believe the bullshit. No, I'm paraphrasing now. <laughs> but like it's something to the degree of if i believe the bullshit or if i believe the good things i have to believe the bullshit too you know who am i to to say they're right and they're wrong so it's best to kind of just take it all just for what it is for sure one one quote that i heard of i can't remember where this is from as well but like 110 is worth like a thousand eights something along that line like Damn, what the... You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found. 
Um, so right around for or this this project was probably the inspiration, and especially for uh, your title, GM GMAM. Give me a minute. You launched uh, music with a purpose, or fuck, I'm fucking it up. Prime purpose, purpose music. M- music, yeah, yeah, Prime yeah. Purpose yeah. music. There we go. Yeah, you were, was you that, were real close. Uh, was that the inspiration from that? Um, yeah, cause cause uh, things went pretty good when I dropped that album. Ultimately, you know, I got to I got to do a lot of cool things, you know, and. Um, me and Andrew got together and we're like, you know what? Like things are going well. People, people booking me for some shit. I'm on the radio. Things are, things, things are going well. You know, people want interviews. People want me coming to the shit, you know? And so uh, we got together and we had a good, good idea of how things were going to run. You know, he produces our rap. We get that shit out. Um, and so like this partnership of, of, of me and Andrew, uh, kind of just got solidified with that company, you know? We're like, okay, let's take this shit seriously and let's go at it. Um, little did we know how difficult the music industry is. <laughs> so it was just kind of like the next step that kind of makes sense, sense to us that we would start this prime purpose music thing and, um, you know, kind of start start the whole label kind of thing, you know, build it up with one artist and see where it kind of goes. For sure, for sure. And that kind of kicked off with a couple of music videos as well, right? For sure, yeah, because we're working with uh, actually Graham again, Angelo Gabe, um, and he, I think so, I think that's who shot it. Yeah, 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 because we did the Bounce music video, I believe, and then we did... Yeah, Hustle. Oh, yeah, Hustle with Sean Fiji. Uh, God damn it, man, I'm forgetting about all this stuff, and it's not even that old. Shit. <laughs> It's because you're on some new shit right now, so you gotta kind of like leave that, leave the stuff in the past where it is. Hundred percent, hundred percent. This is why these interviews and stuff are cool because it's just like, oh yeah, that's right, we did that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get to think about how it relates to you right now as well, right? Hun- oh, hundred, man. Like you know, I'm it's gonna take this, this whole conversation, and who knows, maybe we'll come out into a song. We'll, we'll see later. You know, I still gotta hey. hit the studio later. You know, <laughs> word, word, yeah, get those reps in, right? Hundred. So, oh, exactly, fam. My man. So we so we did that those music videos with with Gabe and uh, I believe he's shooting his own music videos now and so then then we kind of that that's where that kind of company kind of moved into so it went from kind of me and Andrew to me Angelo or me Andrew and Angelo and you know Angelo was uh, was shooting the content he was taking photos um, Andrew was producing all of the music and I was rapping and uh, being in charge of like the marketing and distribution side of things. And then, um, damn, I don't even really know how things turned into where they are now. Uh, now we're now instead of prime purpose music, we're prime purpose movement. And um, all right, and yeah, and that's where me and, and me and Brandon, uh, my manager and my twin brother, he uh, he is uh, he he co-owns this new company with uh, with me. That's wild, man. That I didn't know that he was your. Uh... Connor is your brother, your twin brother. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. That's what they would always forget to tell motherfuckers. Um, yeah. Sometimes we'd be in interviews together and they're like, you guys look so similar. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we twins. I'm two minutes older. <laughs> like, you know? That's hilarious. Yeah. For sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's out here hustling. That's wild, man. For so sure. I want to talk a bit about you were talking about how uh, some chaotic business deals and some bullshit, but it, it honestly seemed like some people that you trust kind of fucked you over and it was like real, real bad. Oh. Like some gravity to it. 
Oh, for sure, for sure. And, and that it wasn't just centered around one or two or three occurrences, but it seems like a whole bunch of shit caved in at the same time. Can you elaborate on that? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. So this is like the yeah, yeah. Those were the those were the years where it was difficult for sure. Um, yeah, some deals, some deals backfired. I what got you backfired though. Like you had hopes for something that was going to happen and then it just didn't happen or like, uh, no, I don't hope for things. I was, uh, I was, uh, in the middle of finalizing uh, a bunch of deals, uh, with a bunch of people, but I needed help cause it was too much. And I see, I knew, I knew, I knew at a time that I was doing too many things, you know what I'm saying? And, and for I needed sure. help. Wearing too many hats. hundred percent. And so, I was always looking for people to help me out. You know, that's the hardest part. But regardless of all of these things that I attempt to do, the hardest part is finding a good team. I, I I don't know what anybody is saying. The hardest part of the squad. If you got a solid squad, your success is just a matter of time. You know what I'm saying? That's the truth. One hundred. It's all about the gang, gang. It's all about the community. It's all about the people. You know what I'm saying? And and. Uh, and this is the dark side of business, and I'm not going to mention no names and no companies and nothing. For sure, I, man. I did my, I did, I've, I've had my piece, and I've tried to avoid these the, the names in and uh, of all these people and and companies in interviews, because uh, everyone everyone's going through their own shit too, you know. For this sure, is just one sure. side of the story as well, you know. I, I'm I'm, I'm well I'm well aware of that as well, but you know, I got I got some of my deals got scooped up. By some of the people that I trusted to finish them off for me, um, some of my other deals scooped up. Yeah, yeah, stabbed like in they, the back. Fucking they took your took place it, in it. Gave it, gave no. it to some other, uh, some of their other motherfucking people. No. Oh yeah, yeah, fam. So I know, so I know, I know the good side of this, and I know the bad side of this too. You know, and I, I, I trust. I talked to some people and seen it way worse than me. You know, so for sure. Even you know, there's always people that 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 have had worse situations for you and that's what keeps me you know at least kind of level-headed but that's weird i gotta ask though were these like quick links or were these like people you've known for a while they were people that were home i thought were homies for sure they were yeah like Fuck. oh yeah and this is what what kind of and and then at the same time this is when oh, funny enough me and carly carly broke up supposed to go on tour couldn't go on tour couldn't afford it no more um all kinds of shit was happening. All kinds of shit was blowing up left and right. You know what I'm saying? It's wow. funny. I, I can laugh at it now, but at the time, I don't like to use the word depressed, but at the time, I was the lowest I've ever been, <laughs> you know? And, um, but, but all that said, being that low gave me the opportunity to start over and become better than I was before. You know what I'm saying? I learned. It's important, to, and this one thing that that took me the longest time uh, to learn was it's important to trust people, but you can't trust everybody, you know. And it, and that's a hard game to balance, even in itself. And so I selected those people to do those roles. You know, it's on me, not on them, for the actions that they took. You know what I'm saying? Right. So ultimately, it was always my fault. You know, and and once I started to realize everything is just my own fault, whether that's for the good or for the bad. It makes you way more powerful, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it hurts. It hurts that you That's have to look brilliant. yourself for sure. And you know, these ideas that I present are, are are not any of my own. You know, I ain't this smart of a motherfucker. You know, they just stuff that I've read, people that I listen to. I read a lot of books, <laughs> you know. Yeah, for sure, things that have worked for you. Hundred percent, you know. And so once you realize that you're not perfect, 
you start to realize nobody's perfect. And then it just makes things easier. It makes failure all right. You know, it's like, okay, that, that's all that happened. Or it's just money. I didn't die. You know, it's not like my time on this world was affected. I still am here. People are okay. I may be in a bad spot, but now looking back, it just gave me room to grow. You know, and now I'm here and things are good. You know, it, a, a dark past only leads to a brighter future, you know, and that's, and that's leave. There's so many cliches I could keep throwing out, you know, but For it's, sure. it's just because it was during that time that I found meditation, um, that I really started hardcore fasting and, you know, I really started to become those and it, and who knows, who knows if I would have took all those steps, maybe even the step back from free fitness and more into a step of the music. Who knows if that would have came about if I didn't see these dark times, you know? So looking back now, it's all a blessing. Everything is always just a blessing. You know what's crazy? You say the word cliche, but something that I've come to realize uh, more and more each day, like to the present, is that those cliches that we've heard so often, they're like true to a T, but often misinterpreted when you first originally hear them, you know? So they're easy to blow off. Oh, one hot dog. It's even funny that you say that because I, I often remind people of that. <laughs> you know, so it's funny Dude, that, it's that, that you reminded me of that. It's like, yeah, dog, I totally, <laughs> I totally, that's why I have these cliches all over my crib. You know, it's because it's the, yeah. the real, but it's just the, it's just the repetitive nature makes people go blind. To, and this is the truth. You know, it's always coming back to the truth. If you take everything, that's the truth, yeah. Honest, if, you know, if you honestly, like you take the Beatles, for instance, all we need is love. If all you, we need is love. Like, you know, if you take that actual quote, that cliche that it is now, and you like, all we need is love. If you apply that to your life, oh my God, you're a different person. I love that you're saying that. I love that, I love that we're having this discussion because this is exactly what I've like come to kind of lean my life towards. And you have to remind yourself on it. Oh, for sure. And that's why it's important. I'm glad. Yeah. Like I appreciate this conversation so much. Like, I'm getting I'm getting so much from this conversation with you right now. It's, it's wonderful. Like last night, I was having a conversation with another homie, and and uh, it, it, and even this morning, it, it just we're just mirrors for each other. You know what I'm saying? You and it's funny. Oh, yeah. You said that. You said that at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you know what I'm saying. And it, these conversations, conversations in general, are so important. That's why I, I always like to do. Uh, I like to do especially podcasts because we can sit and have a real talk. You know, it's not. It's not so jagged and it's not so rushed. It's like we can sit here, we can talk, we can converse, and we can explore ideas together, you know, like remind each other of of things like cliches and how honest that is. And that's why something like, and this is why, and not to gas you up, but I'm I'm, I'm all about that. Like <laughs> something it, like this is so vital for people to listen to. Maybe not this episode of me. I'm not trying to self-promote here, but just like what y'all are doing and giving artists a platform to speak their minds and tell their truths. However, you know, because all of our truths are filled with hypocrisies and they're imperfect because we're human. But it's only times during these where we can have these real honest conversations where I can be me and you can be you. And we discuss these ideas in a comfortable situation and we can be free to express our truths that people can gain from that. You know what I'm saying? That's why there's so much value in what you're doing right now, not only for me as an artist, well, you as a podcaster, 
But for any of the people that listen to this, whether it's for one minute or the whole 40 minutes, one hour, whatever, how long this thing ends up being, you know, like what you're doing here is so valuable because it's it's not bullshit content. It's not it's not garbage recycled material. It's fresh. It's real. It's true. You know, it's it's, it's what y'all doing is, is dope, man. I love that you're saying that right now because you're you're providing me like a clear refresher as to why why I'm doing this in the first place. And I've I've honestly learned so much in interviewing people and interviewing you as well, man. Don't don't short this interview. I'm sure we're gonna change a few. All we need to change is one life with this interview for it to matter, right? Mohani fam, Mohani, right? Well, you you've already changed my life, so this already matters. Hey, likewise. <laughs> And so what honestly what I'm trying to do and what what you've really done in this conversation is I'm trying to show people and like it's not just about hip hop it's mm-hmm. about showing the lifestyle of people who've kind of lived their life in a in uh, against the grain which I'm finding a lot of people are going to be forced to do in the near future so a lot of people are going to be looking to ha- see how people got through their adversity and how people went through that bullshit when it was literally years of their life instead of just right now how it's like going to all happen in like very quick to a lot of people you know one hundred fat. Damn, G. I fucking I love it all, homie. God That's damn. the goal, bro. Yeah, let's let's here's hoping, man. Well, like we said, you don't hope, right? We don't hope. We just do. Damn right, bro. Right? Just keep going. Stop overthinking it. <laughs> That's the word, man. I'm trying I'm trying to think as little as possible. And to do that, man, I've actually picked up a internal mantra. Oh, and it's helped me. And I know you're into meditation. So if you want to dig into that route, I, you're probably a little bit more into it than I am because it's a recent habit for me. So, oh, so how long you been? How long you been practicing for? Uh, well, I've been into yoga for maybe a, a year and a half now, but oh, not sick. really seriously. I've been taking it a little bit more seriously recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. Uh, well, tell me what you're into, though. Like in that regards, like meditation and yoga wise, because for meditating, man, like with my mantra, my internal mantra, I just do it whenever I see my mind going a little bit crazy into like random thoughts in the abyss. I just center myself on that. And that's real because that's and that's the key, man. That's so that's so dope because I, I, I've been practicing for a long time. Well, ever since all that shit kind of blew up in my face, that's, <laughs> so, you know, that's when I first kind of got introduced. Um, so now it's been, you know, it's been years I've been practicing and now my my meditation practice is fucking, you know, it's not great, um, but it's, it, it's, it's, it's a lot, you know, every morning I do, it's, and it's funny, just a couple months ago, I was telling a homie I do at least 10 minutes, but now I, I don't go any day without doing at least 30 to an hour. And then, uh, and then Saturday, Sundays, I try to hit, you know, two, three hours if I, if I can fit it in. Um, because it, it just like being in the, in the, in the, in the art community, it's so it's so different than being in the personal training community where you have to you, you you do get judged, but you do not get judged the same way. It's not like your program came from your heart, <laughs> you know. It's not like yeah. your your workout program that you made this girl that needs to lose twenty pounds was made from your heart. It was made from the science, you know, as opposed to a song that, you know, maybe you cried over one night when you were hammered and you made it, you know, and someone's like, ah, this is shit. It's like, ah, that just hits. (laughs) It just hurts different, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And so I really find, I really find I, I really have to, I really have I have to, I'm not saying other people need to, I have to meditate this so, this much to be even somewhat centered. And then I have to train like a motherfucker, you know, I have to work out like a crazy motherfucker five, six days a week just to keep my myself in control. Um, and when it comes to meditation and yoga, I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a big fan of yoga actually too, is, uh, 
is uh, it slows you down. You know, it's something that's like, hey, you know what? You're trying to make a million dollars. You're trying to be number one. You're trying to have the illest podcast. You're trying to have a six pack. You're trying to be the fastest motherfucking sprinter. You're trying to score goals in soccer. You know, it doesn't matter what your goal is. You're still a human being, you know, and that's, that's all, but you also a God. And that's, and that's, and that's where meditation is kind of for me. It's that, it's that, it's that, it's that in between. It's like, oh yeah, I'm human. My time here is, is finite, but I am powerful beyond belief. You know what I'm saying? Like, Anything is possible if I believe it to be true, you know? So that's, that, and that's what meditation does is it's just like, hey, you know what? Take a step back. Let me be here while I'm still able to be here. <laughs> that's the truth, man. Fuck, I love it. I love the way you speak on it too. And so like your, your initial practice with meditation and, uh, and getting into that mindset, that's what got you out of your funk and brought you into 2019, which you dropped a three-track EP. Oh yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. There's still other music, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, cause that's when I was like, okay, you know what? I'm done having this fucking. Cause I'm still a personal trainer, so it's love, peace, and joy, and all that crap. But also, there's work to be done. You got goals to hit. You know, it's a fine balance. Yeah. And so meditation brought me to a place where I was like, okay, my mind is okay again. You know, cause for the longest time, I didn't think the, my mind. I thought my mind was broken. You know, like, like. Like from the events or like that's oh, why the events happened? Oh, for sure. For sure. Oh. Both? Well, pro- yeah, actually, damn, that's a good Shit. question. Holy <laughs> God. That one took me back. I was like, oh, like, oh fuck. Because it, actually, that's kind of what you said before, right? You're like, I, you took responsibility for everything that happened. And see, you know what? And maybe, and damn, this is some insightful shit, dog. Maybe trippy. that yeah. was, you know, ultimately, maybe maybe my mind was gone before I realized it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> shit you gave me some shit to meditate this week fam (laughs) you and me both yo maybe that's actually what we're trying to do for other people in a sense is to let well not sorry not that we have an obligation for other people or that other people have to take anything from us but it's kind of been played out as a joke uh these days is people being like woke and like awakening for sure for sure you know what i mean and it has become that cliche that's oversaid and then people kind of trash it around now but it's kind of the truth for what we're we're seeking here oh for sure and and that's what's yeah and that's and that's the truth too people people always trying to make a joke out of everything it's because everyone calling themselves woke you know i remember even when i first started to get this whatever you want to call it woke conscious ah, aware, enlightenment. enlightenment you know whatever term you want to you want to use and if you really want to like look into like some motherfuckers like zen buddhist monks uh who you know who, who are what you think is the most enlightened you know it's like who's to say what is what you know who's to say who's to say even ignorant people aren't woke you know it's like terminology is so limiting and and all that stuff but it's like I like to use I like to use consciousness or awareness because it's just like you know as long as you as long as you're aware of yourself and your own actions and you're working to improve yourself I think that's all you can really do you know that's word man that's word and that's the best way I've found and I can't articulate this properly right now but I find that that is the best way to change the world around you is by starting with yourself which is again cliche as fuck I can't think of a better way to say it right now dog it's so that's so but funny. That's the that's the that's how that's how the end of my mixtape ends actually. With something no very similar to that. 
With your Road to Olympus mixtape? Road to Olympus mixtape, something very similar to that to that concept for yeah, sure. I'm looking forward to it, man. When's the drop date? Uh, drop date is unknown right now. Unknown. Uh, unknown right now, but it will be sometime before the end of the year. Dece- uh, okay. We're thinking December for sure. We're thinking December at the latest. Uh, the actual date, it just uh, we're in the middle of just getting the songs done right now, um, sure. figuring out the rest of the marketing. And things like that. It's just, you know, there's a lot of motherfucking, a lot of, a lot of ends to tie up. Uh, and there's so many. I'm right now. I'm working on. I'm working on uh, two mixtapes. It was three, but now it's only two. Two mixtapes and the album. Goddamn. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like you know. So once this stuff drops, there's more on the way. You know, there's lots, lots more. Um, because I feel like I have a lot to say, you know, whether people see it as valuable or not. I think I think there's a lot of a lot of ideas that are important to get out for people to listen to. And then there's just also some fun shit, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's not all. And this is where maybe I dis- I come into disagreements with a lot of my um, a lot of my other super serious music homies where, you know, it's OK to make some. Uh, what's the best term? Like. Uh, like McDonald's style raps, you know, like some quick, easy, fun, enjoyable <laughs> music. I agree. I agree. I agree. You know, I think there's nothing. I'm, I, there's nothing wrong with party songs. There's nothing wrong with songs about some bullshit. You know, with some funny punchline, and that's actually where that just for fun uh, project kind of came from. I was just like, you know what? I always am so serious. Let me just fucking let me. Here's three songs. Fuck it. Let's just put them out. They ain't really about anything. Boom. Listen, this was fun to make. That's all. This was all this was, (laughs) you know? And people, some people loved it. Some people hated it, you know? And that's the thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter (laughs) what you, how much time you invest into some. I got, I got this one track uh, on the album. It's called Sending Positive Vibes. It was produced by Andrew. It's being produced by Andrew, and it's got this keyboard player, uh, Eric Doucette, and, and it's got some singers on it, too. And um, Nice. Well, it's a crazy track, but this track, for instance, we originally recorded it. When did Weed Become Legal Here? 2018? I think it was. Must something, be. Something Has like it been that. been two years? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, Whatever that was, that's <laughs> when that song was originally supposed to come out. And oh, hey. and uh, it's changed quite dramatically because we threw all these artists on it, and it's just this really big, beautiful production. And uh, but you know, I got some tracks that I make in the day, you know, that I crank out. Boom, three hours, two hours, from nothing to full beat and vocals done, fully written. You know, in a couple hours, and I'm like, you know what, this is some good shit. And then I got other songs that take me. This this song's taking us goddamn two years to make. You know. <laughs> And yeah, I think, yeah. it, and some people will be like, "Well, you should only put out that one that's taking you so long because the quality is going to be better." Blah, there's more remote. Blah, blah, blah. You know, and that's all good shit too. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not trying to downplay that either. But I yeah. think there's a good balance. You can have both. You can have this bullshit mumble rap garbage. Not garbage. None of it's garbage. You know, <laughs> but but you know yeah, what I, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like you can have both. You can have both. Everything's yin yang. You know, saying everything's balanced. Bro, that goes back to what you were saying about the Drizzy style and the Kendrick style. Is why not do both? Why not be able to do both? And that's it. I think with proper, ba- I think ultimately through all of this. Yeah, that was a good point. Ultimately, I think. <laughs> 
ultimately, that's, why, that's the difference between like your upcoming mixtape and what you're calling a studio album, right? Like the mixtape might be that that Drizzy style, whereas the album's like that Kendrick style, right? That's that's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly maybe. Yeah, you know, because like like a hundred percent, it's not that this stuff isn't quality. It's not that this stuff isn't emotional. It's not that this shit isn't real. Because I'm coming with the realest, most honest shit. You know, it's just hundred percent. Maybe. Maybe we just spent more money on the production of this of this song. Maybe we just spent, you know, like maybe it's just it's just a fresher tone, and that's all. That's all that I think that. And I was talking again to another homie about this, and I think that's what the beautiful part of what hip hop is: is you can have both. You know, you can drop these mixtapes and you can drop these albums. Look at a great example of someone who 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 does something very similar is Lil Wayne. He's constantly dropping mixtapes, even to this goddamn day. I can't, yeah, I can't yeah. remember the last time I listened to one, but that's not the point. You know what I'm saying? And then, <laughs> and then Weezy will come out with some fucking number one hits later on. You know, when he's ready to put out album, boom, and he'll For take sure. the game over again. Maybe not to the same extent of Kendrick, but. That's just different, different artists. Yeah, yeah, you know? different styles for sure. Hundred percent. But like you know, he'll come and he'll take over the game just like he always does. You know, and so I think that's what's beautiful about hip hop. Same thing with Fitty. Like you know, we got this this beautiful street culture, and we got the main culture too. You know, hip hop is everything. Now, while you can't you can't really do that as a as a I don't know country singer, you could put out maybe you could put out maybe a demo. But it's just not received in the same fashion as a mixtape from hip hop, you know. That's true. I still bump, I still bump old school fucking mixtapes, you know. I still bump in some of J. Cole's mixtapes, you know, even Drizzy's mixtapes. You like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's some good <laughs> I music. Do, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like mixtapes, this is an interesting game and and something that's not very relevant in Canada, but I think that's okay too. To be honest, I think back to what we were talking about before as well, relating it to this, that people people don't respect the difference between like a mixtape and a full blown project. Like they expect the same quality and they expect the same. Like if they love something from the mixtape, they expect that from the album. You forget oh, to draw the boundary, right? Hundred percent, and that's an interesting thing. Just being an artist, you know, and I try to really expand my range every time I drop something. I don't want, you know, I, I find things boring. If I, why would I want to do the same thing again? I already did it, Word. you know. And, and, and you know, sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a bad thing. And and in the music industry, I often I often get reminded that you should stay in your lane um, by a lot of people. And I'm like, why? I haven't stayed well, in my lane this far. Yeah. Like you know, this has got me. This has got me here today. So I'm gonna do it this way. You stay in your lane. You know? Yeah. Word. <laughs> word. Word. That's crazy, man. And hey, listen, we're we're stepping into some pretty heavy overtime here, so oh, yeah, I'm gonna let bro. you. Yeah, we'll go into. We'll let you close it off here. If there's anything you want to finish it off, I know we didn't talk about any of your 2020 releases, but yeah, anything you want to like kind of top off the podcast episode with? Oh, sick! Yeah, fat. well, yeah, straight up, I appreciate this conversation so much, and this is the Likewise, this is one thing homie. you'll you'll learn from me, bro. You get me talking, we could talk all motherfucking day, you know? Oh, <laughs> for sure, dude. I've enjoyed it, and I know we'll we'll connect uh, a bit more as well. Oh, for sure. So I, I just wanted to take the the second before I even say anything. Say thank you for having me having me today. I really appreciate the conversation and your insight You're on very some things. Welcome. You're um, very welcome. And I guess coming up, I just have uh, I, I should have a track coming out in October, in October called "Happiness Is This Moment," and 
that one's produced by Andrew. The last couple of tracks I've been produced in myself, and uh, this one's produced by Andrew Menzak again. Um, and it's a it's a really it's a it, this song was really cool for me to make, um, especially vocal production wise. This might be a weird thing to talk about, but it, it was just a big thing for me. And I was like, I was like, oh man, I'm really coming into the artist that I wanna I wanna be. And this track I think really shows some some versatility in me on my A game. Um, so that's that's coming out in in uh, in October. Uh, we got some other surprises that aren't finalized yet, but just stay posted. And uh, and then I'm hoping for the drop of the full mixtape in December. We got some dope, dope, dope musicians on it, from rappers to to instrumentalists to producers. And then uh, 2021, we start dropping the content from the album. So much coming down the reins, man. That's so wild. I love it, and I'm looking forward to all of it, man. I got to be honest with you. I'm really, really looking forward to it, especially given the conversations that we've had, man. I think I'm going to vibe to them real hard. Oh, but, wow, uh, that's so G. Yeah, likewise, man. Thank you so much for the conversation. Thank you so much for all your time today. That's just Jordan, everybody. Peace. Take care, homie. Yeah, peace. I hope everybody enjoyed that interview with Just Jordan. If you want to learn some more about him, including recent releases as well as his social media handles, you can go ahead down to www.reevolvemedia.com forward slash Just Jordan. That's J-U-S-J-R-D-N. And we're going to listen to his track titled Warrior. I didn't want to have to do it to him, but fuck it, we're here now. Almost at the top, this is a wonderful feeling. I've been conquering mountains, you just climbing up women. You've been taking some L's, I've been constantly winning. I've been breaking for this, what a wonderful feeling. I got drive and purpose, that's something you missing. I got love for the culture, that's something you twisting. Lapping motherfuckers like Phelps when he's swimming. You think you're the GOAT, dog, you gotta be kidding. What you up to, Jay? A lot these days, fucking these bitches, fucking up tracks and trying to get paid. I'm trying to preach to people this message, they need to get saved. I'm trying to teach the people through music, they go going insane. I'm trying to stack a bit of paper, fuck the press in the face. I got a long journey to get hit, you better get the fuck out of my way. All these people call me Jay, like they don't know my name. I've been putting in work, what's a holiday? I'm just trying to get my mama's bills paid. You a train, you just trying to get the hottest mix still. I got a vision like Diddy. If you reppin' my city, you reppin' the shit, yeah. Music getting hurt, my only real escape. Kick it hip hop, then move on to real estate, ayy. What you making illegal is my weekly red. A little bit of self growth, then it fill the hate, ayy. What you making illegal is my weekly red. A little bit of self growth, then it fill the hate, The battle cry. If hip hop is a war, I'll be the last to die. You need to work on your craft. I've mastered mine. All the people in my squad are masterminds. They wanna know my next move. It's classified. I'm trying to make some music that can stand the test of time. Patience is a virtue, but you tested mine. I ain't never pull a trigger, but I got some homies who win in mine. Yeah, I ain't feeling too good. A prolific goddess, but I'm misunderstood. Yeah. All these bad vibes feel like roadblocks. Yeah. These rappers sound like robots, whoa The song banging in the flow high I'm suit and tied up, you got no socks I charge a high fee, you got low cost You got a nine to five, I'm my own boss